Welcome to the Gardening Corner. As I sit here today, wondering what will happen to our jobs, as I sit and think about technology and how small things are being taken from us, and they say we'll be able to work with them. Maybe not. Maybe so. I wondered, and that's why I'm here to talk about what jobs are taken and what jobs are they looking at in farming coming up at the gardening corner. Welcome to the gardening corner here in Northern California. I'm Antonio, your host, and we're talking about robots. Yes, robots today. You know, I was uh, in class and we were talking about uh, how things are changing slowly. And uh, we have a conversation that goes just like this. We were thinking about what do we do now when we have robots that are replacing our jobs and how are we going to have control of some of this because if a robot takes your job you have no job so at well in school there's a play called all the great books and I kind of thought about this when I went to the theater and I was watching this theater, this, this great performance. And, you know, I started reading about why I was doing this, why I was there. Well, it's for school. But now I'm looking deeper into it because I have to write a small 500-word essay for Theater 10A. And... This has something to do with gardening because robots are taking control of some of farming. But back to the play and to see why we're here and where we're going possibly. Now, I want you to take out some time now. And if you don't have time now, you can replay this podcast. This will be a, this will be a long podcast. This is not scripted. This is just from what I feel and what I'm reading. Well, at the, all the great books, which was a great play here in Santa Rosa Junior College, I, I give them lots of respect for putting this together because they are working on their new theater. And there's new uh, added parts to this building. But where I went was great. It was small, interesting, uh, busy, uh, but cute. But for the play, it was quite Quite a small place for the voices, but they did work it out later. So I go back and I do some research and I'm finding out on a small area of this paragraph. I'll read this to you. We do not think that these books will solve our problems. We do not think that they are the only books worth reading. We think that these books shed some light on all our basic problems and that is folly to do without any light we can get or folly I think it's folly F-O-L-L-Y if I made a mistake you can get that we think that these books show the origins 
of many of our most serious difficulties. We think that the spirit that we represent and the habit of mind, they teach our more necessary today than ever before. I think I skipped that. Let me go back. We think that the spirit that we represent and the habit of our mind that teach are more necessary today than ever before. I hope you understand that the habit of the mind, the spirit. We think that the reader who does his best to understand these books will find himself led to read and help to understand other books. We think that reading and understanding great books will give him a standard but which to judge on other books. But more than that, without books, without any reference or investigation, robots and books, if we just go with robots and we think like robots, and we, what I mean by that, we go by what the robot says and what, it's, what they say goes. Well, I don't think so because robots can be misleading because of of the way they think, the way they operate, the way they're trained, right? We have to program them, which is machine language and there's other languages. But this play reminds me of if we don't have those books on a daily basis, if we don't have any kind of baseline where we can go back to and research so we'll be able to understand the truth or not the truth. Education. Yes, education plays a part in this because without schools, without any teaching, correct teaching, will a robot really work? Would it take away everything that we know and we've learned from books that we find in libraries that are deep, deep back in our history? Now, do we neglect those books? of the 20th century these books are new then we have the older books if we don't have any books with this we call progress how about our new ideas and what we think about in our mind interesting isn't it if we don't have an understanding of robots and understanding what they're going to do, maybe you'll vote for them and say they're good and then later find out that they're not good. Now, they said you can work together with them, but is that true? I'll give you an example. Photography. Farming. Let's go to farming. Well, they have now robots that can pick strawberries. Not really good yet, but they're getting there. They're having a problem with damaging the fruit. But once they fix that and they don't damage fruit and they pick with machines, there'll be less workers. Yes, there'll be workers with the machine, but those cause injuries, deaths. Because of machines can go wrong, robots cannot stop. Maybe they won't stop. The plane crashed in Asia. That was a great plane, brand new. I mean, come on couldn't land it they couldn't 
maneuver it. It just went one way. Robot said this way or no way. And that's what happened. We can't have that. We can't have that. I don't think so. You know, I just thought about it. Something to talk about. Something for you to think about. So, if we don't have any good education, how can we work with robots? If we lack education, we lack books, we lack the teaching in the schools, we have low-budget schools, we don't have good schools to teach even farming, what a vegetable is, what it can do for you, the nutrition in it, we have to stop that. We have to think about not just us, other ones, other people, our young kids coming into the farming, gardening, being master gardens, excuse me, master gardeners, well, they can't be master gardeners if we have no flowers. If we have no books to read and a robot has to tell us the information, it might not be true. We need to take hold of that. We need to not let go of that. Robots are good only but so far. And that's what I think. Now, I'm a technician and a gardener and a small farmer and... I never thought that the robot would do everything. Now back to books. If there's no books to go by. And there's nothing to read, to research. And everything is told by a robot to us. What to do, when to do it. Then we have no, no mind of our own anymore. Then we're relying on a robot because of AI, because they can research quicker, grab data all over the world and come with a better answer because we're slower. Is that what we want? Maybe for business you might want that, but not in your daily life. Plug and play. Plug and play. Is that true? Is our browsers busy than ever? You know, in gardening and farming, it's more healthier. You get to touch the plant. You get to see a seed grow and see if you do it right. Hmm? Childhood times in your life. Remember when you were a kid, you were playing in the dirt? Planting a seed, maybe looking at a bug, looking at a bee, something in nature. You can touch, smell, look, feel. If we don't have good nature, good good way of life, a good way of looking at things, Do we like nature or beauty or do we like the dungeon? I'm concerned about that. As time goes on, we need to be smarter, grow grow wiser. Because if we don't eat the right foods, we don't garden, we don't have a small farm, we don't produce our own. Then we're relying on AI and robots to feed us now. Man cannot keep up. 
Nature can't even keep up. So what do you do now? Neglect the books, neglect your school, neglect all the good things that people have put on this planet that have saved and put away, put money away for them so they can grow. But grow where? Where are we growing? Are we growing into AI and robots and nobody else? Do we just sit and watch them work? Maybe a tea or two, maybe a donut made by a robot. I don't know. Maybe you'll read a robot book. I don't know. So, what's on your menu for gardening? Well, I have watermelons. Decided to get some watermelons. On a T5, small lighting gives about, well, gives a little heat, but not as much. I decided to have some watermelons. And we have, you know, this is a, or, oregano, organo, organo, O-R-A-N-G-E-L-O, oregano, watermelons. I got peppers and sakura, Belgian hybrid tomatoes. And... What do you have? Strawberries, I do. I got apple trees. Working on those apple trees still. Got to give a, a YouTube uh, view. Well, not a view, a small lesson on pruning. I'm getting to that. See, without books, without the gardening book, without any books, you wouldn't know what to do. You have to rely on AI. You know, some of that might be good. Some of it might not be worth it. So, that is it here at the Gardening Corner. Thank you for listening. Hope this was a good podcast for everyone. I think it was good. Informal, maybe, maybe not. But, you know, I always have doubts sometimes because, you know, learning how to podcast is not easy. But I want to relay the message to everyone. And I want to be able to share what I read and my thoughts at the moment. It's real. It's not a script. So that is it. Thank you once again. Check me out on YouTube. Here at Anchor. Which now is Spotify. Spotify has bought Anchor. Brought them in. So now Spotify is part of Anchor now. So Anchor has now, I guess, uh, moved on up. Congratulations to Anchor and Spotify joining together as one. And I thank you, everyone, Spotify and Anchor for this platform. And wish everyone great gardening. Enjoy. See you soon. Bye-bye now. Hey there, welcome to the Gardening Corner. I'm your host, Antonio. We thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoy our podcast. We're here to say thank you once again for listening to peoplepowerfarm.com at the Gardening Corner.